What books do you like to read? I like uh when be kid. That's so funny. When do you read books? I uh, only read one book. Is is Bluey camping. Bluey camping. Mm. Bluey camping. Yes. And did you read the book with Dad or、yeah. by yourself? Or by myself? With you? Yeah. What books do you like to read at home? A Dinky Donkey.、Yeah. And who reads Dinky Donkey to you? My mom. Is it a funny book? Yeah. And do you like to look at the pictures in the book, or do you like listening to the story, or both? <laughs> you like reading the story. Yes. And when do you read books with your mum? No, it's sunny. When it's sunny. Yeah. During the day. Yeah, day or night. The day or the night. Very good. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast with Livia Lee and Betty La. We are speech pathologists at North Richmond Community Health for the Child Health and Development Team, and today we are doing a podcast about book reading for toddlers and preschoolers. Um, and how that can support their language development, and we're going to do a deep dive now into,、um, yeah, just various strategies about how to read books at different developmental stages. Yeah, with yeah. some demonstrations.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, but before that, we would like to just quickly talk about why it is important to read books to your children. How is it going to help them with their language development? The importance of reading books. At an early age, there's a couple of reasons for that. The first is that it supports interaction between the child and the adult.、Um, you know, you're sharing that special time with your kiddo, and you're helping them pay attention together. So, sharing sh- sharing attention that's called joint attention,、um, and it helps to model new words and new vocabulary, and it provides lots of opportunities to talk about language. Um, helping children to talk about what's happening in stories,、um, using a lot of describing words, and it also helps with early literacy skills in preschoolers as well. So learning how to recognize some letters, yeah, and I guess also being able to identify the sounds from、yeah. the book, knowing all the words are actually made up from the sounds. Yeah, and it's a very special、um, activity that parents can do with their children, and it's quite easy as well. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. I think we can easily find a couple of books from home, or if you have a local library, you can just go to the library and borrow some books. And all you need to do is your child and a book, and then you can start modeling some language and having some. Very fun and intimate time with your child. Yeah, exactly. Yep, agree.、Um, so, Livia, how do we start picking the right book for our children, and what kind of things should we look for in each kind of book?、Um, I think we are going to choose this based on、um, your child's language level. I know some parents might say, "Oh, my." Children don't know how to read any words. Do I just do the book reading then? I think for 
the children who don't know any words, they can still read a book. So um, absolutely, like even with a baby or even with the children who don't know, uh, who don't speak any words, we can just uh, practice um, how to open the book and the flip the book mm. and also knowing how to orient the book from the left to the right um, and how to hold a book is also the things that we need to learn before actually reading a book. And then the first step for all the family who are still new to the book, I would suggest that they just talk about the pictures, mm-hmm. what they think is really funny or interesting to their children to talk about what you see. We might do some demos. Uh, we've got some books here. Yeah. So I think, yeah, Olivia, so you were talking about um, books that we can use to focus mainly on picture description. So just describing what's happening in the picture um, and taking turns to do so. Children who would benefit from reading these books are children who have just started talking and using single words. So we've got here a book about foods and it's just called Food and it's got different photos. So in the first page we just to see a big apple. So for children who haven't just started talking, you can just model by saying apple. So you point to the apple and yep. say the word apple. Yes, I'm pointing right now. I'm saying apple. Very <laughs> and good. We, we might turn the page. You can even model that as well. Turn. So some actions as well. Flip. Yeah. Um, to say flip the page. But we want to stick to single words at this point. Right. So then I'm going to go, I can say, look, strawberry, red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might label the colors as well. I might label some describing words. I might say juicy. Yeah. Watermelon. Yeah. Or a big watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if your child already knows how to say those um, words, you can just add a word in to teach them how to combine two words together. For example, if they're already saying apple, then you can say red apple. Mm, Yes. Yep. Exactly. So that's for children who have started to join words. Um, and then you can move to longer phrases and sentences in books. So I've, we've got another book here called Baby Goz, and it's a lift the flap book, books that have flaps that, that children can lift and then there's a picture underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that's my favorite type of books because um, at early stage, they are really interested in like fl- uh, lifting the flaps and finding out what's hidden there Mm, so yeah it's really uh, fun yeah and I think all the books with um lots of pictures would be good books yeah Uh, as long as your children are very interested in the content uh you could even get them to pick the books they like Mm, mm -hmm. um that's that's always a very good step to actually start reading a book because they you you know they're interested in that book already yeah that's a great idea um, I and also another thing is touch feel books, so f- books that have pat, uh, like textiles mm. and materials or like different kinds of paper in them, and then kids can like touch the book and yeah. t- you can talk about the texture, like it's a bumpy fish, or it's a smooth fish or squishy, um, and yeah, that that's really fun as well because it provides that touch yeah. sensation. Yeah, they love those type of books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember I used to like them when I was a kid. So I think they're uh, really engaging. 
So in this book here, we've, it's called Baby Goes. It's about a, a gooseling. A gos- gos- gooseling? Yes. A, gos- <laughs> a gosling. <laughs> yeah. It's about a baby goose <laughs> and um, he's looking for his mum. And I might just read a little bit. It says, it's a warm, sunny day in April. Knock, knock. Who's there? And I'm lifting the flap and underneath the egg, <gasps> it's a baby goose. It's goz. And so I might talk about describing words as well and just sticking to short, shorter phrases, shorter sentences. So I might say, yellow goose. Goose is hatching. And Betty was just demonstrating, like using very firm voice and sometimes with a little bit high intonation, make you sound very fun and interesting to listen to. So that can also draw your children's attention when they are listening to you reading the story. Yeah, so using some sound effects and creating um, surprise, like (gasps) using that voice and saying, oh, look, what's there? And sometimes you can even pause for a little while and see Mm. if they would take a turn to initiate some type of interaction and show you what they find uh, quite interesting from the book. So what kind of interaction might your child want to do? What do you mean by that, Libya? So like... Maybe some parents are very interested in talking about the number, how many ducks they see from the book, or uh, like the big tree, but... Their children might be interested in looking at the eye, the big eyes from the dark or the grumpy face mm-hmm. from the dog. Yeah. So, yeah, they might have a different uh, interest yep. in, yeah. from the picture. I think sometimes it's a very good way to actually understand what your children are interested in by reading a book. So, Olivia, what, what is rhyming? What does that mean? Well, for example, pat ends the same with yep. the sound at. Yep. So those yep. two words, I would say they are rhyming words. They're rhyming words, yeah. yeah. And a lot of children's books use rhyme because it's fun and children can try to listen out for the rhyme and it's also easy to remember as well. Um, and so we've got a book here. It's called Each Peach Pear Plum which doesn't rhyme, but then the story <laughs> in it rhymes. So um, it doesn't really follow any particular story. It's just a collection of funny, silly rhymes, which you can which you can say, and they're kind of entertaining. So, for example, Tom Thumb in the cupboard. I spy Mother Hubbard. Hmm. And then there's Sounds some pictures. Like singing. Yeah, and then mm. there's some pictures on the side, and you can try to look for Tom Thumb in the cupboard. Can you look for Mother Hubbard? <gasps> Mother Hubbard down the cellar. I spy Cinderella. So you can hear the Ella Ella that they rhyme. Mm, yeah. Oh, you can also use rhythm um, as well. So you can make it a bit, you know, rhythmic and fun and has yeah. a beat to it. Yeah, you can even clap while you yeah. are reading the book if there's a certain rhythm that you have identified. Yeah, yeah. Yep. To make it sound like a singing. Mm. Yeah, so we have talked about a couple of books that can be used for children who haven't learned how to read. But how about for the children who actually know how to read words? Because I've seen so many children, they can read the whole book very quickly out loud. um, But once they have finished the book and you ask them, oh, what, what have you read? 
they may have no idea what they just did.、Mm. So、um, it's very important to check their understanding if they actually know what has happened in the story. Yeah. So、yep. what parents could do for those. Short stories. They can actually ask some questions like, "Oh, what actually just happened?"、Mm-hmm. or "Who was in the story?" Where did she go after finishing each page? But if they, you know, they're pretty good at reading those simple stories, you can ask them those questions at the very end when、mm-hmm. they have finished the、yep. stories. Yeah. But you might want to also let your children know that you are going to. Maybe ask them those questions so they know what to look out for yes, and the meaning、yep. of reading the story is to actually understand what has happened in the story. So, for example, we've got the very hungry caterpillar. It's a classic book. So, focusing on the story, what happens first, next, and last. Children at this level will be able to to say first the caterpillar ate lots of food,、um, and then it got sick, and then it became a cocoon, and last it became a butterfly. In addition to that, to check their understanding, you can also ask them some questions like, "Oh, what did caterpillar eat?"、Mm-hmm, um, yeah. to see if they actually remember some of the important information、yeah. from the story. Yeah, perfect. And then even just questions about themselves as well to help with that、um, engagement with the book. To, like, what kind of foods do you like? Yeah, and that that gives you an opportunity to build on the language. That is already there in the book. Yeah, exactly, and associate with what they have read with the real experience they have had in the past. Because I know lots of children who are really struggling in telling their parents what had happened mm, in mm-hmm. the kinder after school pickup、yes. time, and the parents were not sure、um, how to help their children to kind of develop their skills in being able to tell what. Have happened in the school by doing the book reading, associating with what they have seen from the book with their past experience is actually a good and easy way to start building on that skill.、Mm-hmm. And so, how long should parents aim to read to their children, and how often? I think maybe ten to fifteen minutes each day would be good, as long as. Both of you have the time,、um, yeah. and children are happy to read with you. Then it's the good time to start reading a book.、Um, I guess one thing that has been helpful for some parents maybe to set aside some time before bedtime, so they read a, a nighttime story, and、mm. that makes it really easy to set up a routine. When I was little.、Um, I really enjoyed the story time before bed. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was a really good bonding time.、I、yeah,、think. yeah, exactly. And so we might add some resources as well. If you have a look on the links we provided, we've put a link from Hannon, which is a program developed to support parents with language development. It's called Sharing Books with Toddlers. You could have a look at some of these resources if your children fit in these age groups. Raising Children's Network also has a lot of good resources. I think、uh, for some parents who are really struggling in picking which book to buy,、uh, you could actually go to the website Speech Pathology Australia. Each year, they would have a list of books that are recommended by the speech pathologists, and that one's also divided into different. 
um, ages as well. So exactly. like zero to, I can't to remember from the top of my head, but I have like <laughs> zero to three or zero to one or something like that, or like three to five years. Yeah. Yeah. I know sometimes buying books can be quite expensive. So going to the local libraries to just oh. borrow some books and asking your children to pick what they like yeah. would also be a good option. Yep. And as well, local libraries are great for book and story time sessions as well. Um, so they'll have community events where people can come and just have their children sit and listen to the librarian reading a book. So just as we're about to wrap it up, Livia, um, why should parents read to their children? Why is it important? First of all, it's a very good bonding time <laughs> for the children with their caregivers also, it's a very good opportunity for the parents or the caregivers to model the new words, mm -hmm. language or longer sentences. If their children are soon to go to school, it's actually also a very good activity for their children to start developing the knowledge about how to read a book and how to identify the letters and the sounds from the book. Well, so that's it for today. Thank you so mm -hmm. much for listening. Thank you so much. If you have any questions, you know where to find us. Mm -hmm. You can call us or come to North Richmond Community Health Centre to talk to our staff and we'll be able to help you. 